my soul. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all this well. He's attacking every day, but I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means warriors, put your hands together. This means soldiers, put your hands together. This means, this means war. Put those hands together. 
control, oh God. Let us to trust, help us to trust in you and, and, and your guidance and your leadership, oh God, and your wisdom as you imparted into us these last days. And God, those that are here not saved, ask you to save and sanctify and fill with the Holy Ghost, oh God. God, well, God, we need help. We can't make this journey on our own. God, we need your help to support us and carry us through to the very end, because we know that time is winding up and you're on your way back. Help us to be ready that day when you come and you come on the cloud help us to board that cloud in the name of Jesus everyone say amen, amen.
today's topic would be my help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. Do you ever feel like your life is spinning out of control? Seem like a chaos on every day that we face each and every day. Is there ever a feeling that brings that just keep seem like piling themselves upon us and that never really letting up? Seem like one thing in another things happen. I came here to tell you today and share with you that we all go through uneasy times in our lives. We all have personal challenges and struggles that we have to face each and every day. And I think it's fair to say that when we grow spiritually and turn our life over to Jesus, we may mistakenly think we breeze through life without trials and tribulations or challenges. Brothers and sisters, I stop by to tell you and share with you this is far from the truth. Through scripture we read that those who walk with God have had and will have some challenging times. One thing I have learned is that trials and tribulations and difficulties affect all people. However, there is a way to stand against these negative thoughts and challenges when they come. Today, we'll take a look at Psalms 124, verses 1 through 8. If you haven't, please turn with me to Psalms 124, Psalms verses 1 through 8. Want to read a song? Sometimes say, if you ever go through something, just get a song and sing it. Like the song we were saying this morning, I, I just said this means war. And get when the devil get on your trail, just sing that song. Today we're gonna read a song that David sang. Amen. In Psalms one twenty four verses one through eight, the entire division of song. When you have it, say Amen. the verses of this song, the words of this song, because it helped you through your troubled times and your heartaches and headaches that we can face and anxiety and stress that we may have encountered or will encounter. It says, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Verse 6, blessed be the Lord, who had not given us a prey to their teeth. Verse 7, our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. How many of you believe the word is true? The word is real, and we can stand on the God's word. Amen. As we look at Psalms 124, it's a part of a group of Psalms. Psalms 120 to 134. That was sung by the Israelites as they journeyed to special annual feasts. Now I see them packing up in my mind everything and beginning a long walk to Jerusalem. As I look and see in my mind, we are packing up each and every day. 
when we come to church, we are packing up and getting God's word to help us to be strong for tomorrow because we don't know exactly what tomorrow may hold, but we know who holds tomorrow. So we are packing up on this journey that we are on now because this home, that w- this world that we're living in is not our home. It's only what? Temporary. And we all are on a journey each and every day. Throughout the day, we're on a journey. As we traverse through this world, we need God's help. So, Lord, I need you to help me. See, some people can't make it because they're trying to make it on their own. They're trying to sustain themselves. They're trying to do everything by themselves. And they're getting all the self-help books and trying to read how to be better successful businessmen and successful businesswomen. But they need help in the spiritual that we're living in because the world is full of evil and a lot of things are going on and trying to trip us up. Amen. We'll hold it down on this rocky road. And as we begin to sing, we need to look at Psalms 121. Look at that song for me right quick. You need to put this in your bags when you get ready to pack up and go on this journey. Psalms 121 says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which come my help. So like we're talking about we're going to be a, present our bodies a living sacrifice, but we can't do it by ourselves. Our help come from the Lord. Can I get an amen? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. When the sun would be blazing and ground and the ground is burning, I could hear a voice saying, The Lord is thy keeper. He will keep you if you want to be kept. Amen. A lot of people don't want to be kept. They don't want to be helped. They want to enjoy the things and mess they're in. Some people like the pig, they love the mud. You try to get them out the mud, they they want to jump right back in the mud. And they don't want to be helped, brother. Brother Howard, but how, how many of you want to help today? Amen. The Lord will help. He'll support you. He'll take care of you whenever you're going through. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. And we look at Psalms 133, would remind them, behold how good, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity in Psalms 133. Sometimes the devil come and try to sow division, but unity, when there's unity, there is what? Strength. You know, division in the home and in the house, the devil try to cause chaos, but there is unity, there is strength. We need to sing this song, where there is unity, there is strength. Amen. Amen. The song would carry them throughout the journey they was on as they traveled to their festivals and their feasts, and they would look at the songs and sing those songs as they traveled. We need to start singing. Look at somebody say, you need to start singing. I may not carry a note in a bucket, but I'm going to say amen. I'm going to carry my own little tune, but I'm going to say Psalm 124, verses 1 through 5. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say now, amen. Sometimes, praise God, we forget whose side we're on because what? We don't step offside. Those guys love sports. They'll tell you, you get offside, they call a penalty on you, Amen. And then you wonder why you get pushed back so many yards, amen, because you don't step offside. Stay on the Lord's side. Look at somebody say, stay on the Lord's side. The Lord who was on our side when when the enemy rose up and men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. And the question I have today, church, is why in the midst of so much joy and gladness, why is 
Why when they head up the temple and do worship God, lift up holy hands to magnify his name? Why didn't they praise God when they were going through the troubles? Mm -hmm. Sometimes why do we forget to magnify when trouble comes? That main time, y'all be lifting them up. Because that's a sacrifice of praise right there. When you don't feel like it, when you feel like you're about to be beaten down, you're feeling all angry and upset, go ahead and praise them anyhow. When the doctor and the enemies give you bad news, go ahead and give God praise anyhow. You must understand today that the text does not say that men will not rise up against you. No, we hear the song, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It just what won't work. But it didn't say they will not rise up against you. Amen. Because they're going to come and try to hinder you, try to make you stumble, make you fall, make you give up. But we must keep pressing toward the mark. I heard earlier referred to we need to keep pressing toward the mark of a high calling in Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Now, some of us know how it feels when the enemy, enemies come up against us. There were times when no one understood what, it was go, what, they, what you was going through. But now you understand, as you listen to the word and you read God's word, you understand if I just hold on, a change is going to come. If I hold on, that I'm going to have the victory. If I just hold on, things going to work out. If I just keep on pressing, God going to make it happen just for me. He's going to make room for me. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen? Sometimes you try to tell other people your problems, and next thing you know, they tell you tell them your secrets, and next thing you know, they, they, your secrets are all on Channel 13, all on posted on Facebook. But I tell you, you tell, take your problem to the Lord in prayer, and he will solve it and work it out for you. Amen. Some of you know how it is when you're going through a problem with employment and become unemployment, and you've been working faithfully for the company for years and years and years, then next thing you know, they give you a pink slip. But I come to encourage you today to keep trusting in God. Amen. Turn to him. That's where you should go, to Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know what, what kind of problems you may face in the future, but God knows your problems. He knows what's coming because he, he can see around the corner when we can't. He can see around the curve when we can't. He, he's been out. Like these new cars, got like these different warning devices inside of them. Well, it'll let you know when you're getting out of the lane, when you're getting offside. It'll let you know if you let listen to them. Amen. I was riding in a car once and had the thing kept beeping. I was weaving on the road. Beep, beep, beep. And I told my wife, I'm going to need to turn this off. I'm tired of the thing telling me I'm about to run off the road. That's how some church folks are. Amen. I'm going to start going to Bible study because it's telling me I'm about to run off the road. I'm going to start going to Sunday school because this thing keeps beeping and letting me know I'm about to run off in the ditch. But we need to have warnings. Amen. We need God's help. Amen. And when we have too many burdens to bear, God will help you. Amen. Can I get an amen? My help comes from the Lord. There are so many troubles in our world. In our country, in our community, and neighborhood, you hear all the violence reports and negative news all the time. But after we all go home in our homes, in our lives, the reason we are still here today is because the Lord has been on our side. We're so glad today to say that I'm dwelling in the, the midst of Lord help. Amen. 
I know that he's going to be my help in times of trouble. I can look back over my life and see what the Lord has brought me from. When I think back how I have been on the operating table and been put to sleep, didn't know what was going on, he woke me up later. And I'm standing here before you now being, being, being an example and a testimony to you to share, let you know that it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I would not be standing here today. I think back over my life, amen, how I used to jump out of airplanes. I couldn't, the parachute could have not opened, but it was all because the Lord was on my side, I made it through the parachute jump. When the others made shoes didn't open, they fell and hit the ground and didn't recover. But I think back over my life, being a veteran now, I thank God for that because I could have been, what, not here standing before you today. Right. I think back over my life when I just got married, young man. Got a beautiful young wife. Pastor Rob was driving, going back to the base. Picking up my new son, just celebrated a birthday last Friday. And we were going back to our first home together outside the state, heading to North Carolina. And I had a flat tire. And I got to learn how to change the tire. Amen. <laughs> See, sometimes trouble will come, and you need to experience what we were talking about in Bible, I mean, Sunday school this morning. Something you got to experience. I said, I got it. never had the experience of changing a tire before. <laughs> Wife sitting there with my son in her arms in the car, car loaded down with all the luggage and bags and things. I'm out there, Pastor Ross, jacking up the car. And I'm jacking up so high, too high. Amen. <laughs> I just want to make sure I get it off the ground, you know. And I, what y'all laughing about? <laughs> Sister, Sister Jones, I had the car so high. You can walk on there. <laughs> True story. My wife, she was sitting there just, you know, just innocent, trusting in me that I know what I'm doing. And I got the jack in the car, and the next thing you know, Pastor Raw, the car started moving, leaning back. <laughs> I'm standing right behind the car, and the car started, the jack started leaning back. And I'm standing there holding with my hand a little, Meryl. I'm holding the car, keeping from moving back. But God sent me some help. God sent me some help. Some men were sitting over there watching me. <laughs> Still know that boy know what he's doing. <laughs> Sometimes in our ignorance, inexperience, I said not ignorance, but inexperience, he's sitting there watching me, and the car started moving back on the jack. About to come down on me, I'm standing there holding with my hand. Didn't realize I need to lower the jack down. And the guys came in there and helped stabilize the car. Stop it from rolling back on me. God sent me some help. And we ch they helped me change the tire. Amen. God will send help to you when you need it the most. Amen. But sometimes it seems like help is soon, you know, it's not coming so soon as you want, but you keep holding on. You keep trusting in God. And you remember those times when God brought you through different situations you have all experienced. It was God. It was God hand in the matter. It was God keeping you when you had that accident and it prevented you from being, your family being devastated and suffering a loss in their family because it was God. We all get tossed sometimes to and fro, but keep trusting in God. We, we think back how the Israelites were getting ready to cross the Red Sea, find that the road was blocked. They couldn't cross over, but God made a highway through the water. 
Can you get an amen? Seems like you make a highway in the water. If you read the story about the Red Sea, how many of you remember reading the story about the fiery furnace? I remember Pastor Ross talked about the fiery furnace and Hebrew boys were thrown in the fire. God, they believe in their God and they weren't going to trust not another God. You keep trusting the true living God. And when you were put in the fire, sometimes your people that you think the most of, sometimes they'll put you in the fire. But your help come from the Lord. These boys are put in the fire and they did not get burned. Amen. As a matter of fact, they didn't come out smelling like smoke at all. Amen. That's how God would do when you're tossed in the fiery furnace. And we need to realize he will take the heat for us. Amen. When we lose our jobs, like again I said, he can stretch our food. I remember one time I had lost my job. I heard Pastor Brother say he lost a job. Some people never had that experience being laid off and given a pink slip. But God will stretch your food. And he'll pay your bills off. And you may be living off less than you did when you had the money coming in. I'm a witness. Some of you, some, somebody can say amen. amen. You know where your help come from. When you got one check coming in the house. And then God, you, you're living better than you did when you had two. God will make a way. You know, I thought, think about now I'm getting into age, now I'm retiring. And then the devil tried to make me worry, how you going to make it now with less income? My help come from the Lord. Amen. 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 God will not give up on us. He will be there for you in the midst of your storm. In every step, in every trial, in every situation, every struggle, he will, he will be there for you. He was there in the past. He'll be there again. We read this morning about he can do it. He will give you a do-over. Amen. 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 Read that in, Bible, in Sunday school this morning. I tell you, we've been in so many studies. Amen. Bible study. And yesterday we had a great study. Who are you? If you had to write down, write down on your paper three things about who are you. Take out a pen. We're going to do this for you. I like this yesterday. Three words that describe who you are. I'm a teacher now. Sometime I'm take this teachable moment. Three words that describe on your bulletin. Who are you? What would you put down? Now, make the pastor proud now. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I'm going to give you about one more minute. Less than 60 seconds. I don't take that long to tell who are you. This just popped in my head to Pastor Ross. To share what we are doing in this ministry. The sisterhood is doing a great work. Amen. I enjoy being in. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for letting me participate. Amen. Not just be a spectator. I look at somebody and say, I'm not a spectator. I'm, I'm going to participate. Amen. Some people just be spectating. So you think about those words you put down on your paper that describes who you are, define your identity. Three words that you selected. Amen. I'm not going to ask you to read it out and share it out loud, but look at those words. And, and then you can smile and see what God has called you to be and what God has defined for you in your life. Amen. Everybody done? I'm going to get back on. I see you see them writing, pal. <laughs> In Romans 8, while you finish writing, in 31, 
It says, if God be for us, who can be against us? As we look at Psalms 124, verse 7, we will see something interesting today. Our soul is delivered as a bird out of the snare of the bait layers, the snare of the fowlers. The snare is destroyed, and we are saved. Snares mean a trap. You see, we all are portrayed as rebellious birds sometimes that sees bait and reaches out for it. All of a sudden, we are caught in a trap, and we cannot get out. I do not know how it has been with you, but sometimes, you know, the trap is laid, and you got to avoid those traps out in the world and our society today. Now, you may have strayed away from God somewhere, somehow, and got caught in a trap on that old bait slayer, layer, I mean, and before you knew it, you were stuck in a situation. You know how you feel when you get caught by the enemy. You beat yourself over the head, think I should have known better. If we pay attention to the details of our text, we see someone came and delivered us from the trap of that bait slayer. Layer. Someone came and freed us from the penalty of sin and guilt. And that someone was Jesus Christ. He broke the shackles of sin. He loosed from the chain, he loosed us from the chain of guilt. He paid our penalty and gave us freedom. So what I'm trying to say in closing, we look back over our lives, we must realize that we have not been perfect as Christians. We understand that no man or woman is perfect. However, we serve a God who is perfect. He has promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He did not give up on us. He did not throw us in, in the towel on our lives, but he gave us another chance. Can I say amen? amen? Brothers and sisters, as we close today, I want you to remember this. When you're looking back, never forget to look up. When you're looking forward, never forget to look up. Our help is in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who made heaven and earth. You see, church, we are faced with un the unknown each and every day, but we know who holds the future. Looking back over our lives, we should never believe that our help came from our bank account or any modern technology, but it came from the Lord. Our help did not come from whence where we live or what we drive. It did not come from the schools we went to won't come from the Democrats or the Republicans. It won't come from a bottle or, or some pills. It won't come from a man or a woman. It won't come from what you know, but who we know. Our help come from the Lord. Who made it because we took, he took us through our troubles. We made it because we got, when the tough got going, God got tougher. We made it because every problem we had, he was the problem solver. We made it because our, for every rushing water in our lives, he was a bridge over the troubled waters. We made it because for every heartache we had, he was a heart fixer. We made it because every time we fell, he picked us up. Every time we were knocked down, he told us to get back up again. Every time we fell, he covered us with his victory. We made it because our help came from the Lord. Some may trust in men and women, some may trust in stocks and bonds, but I ask you today to trust in the Lord. Our help, look at someone and say our help. Our help. Our help. Our help. Our 
Our help comes from the Lord. Let's give God a great big hand. Thank you.